feature presentation. Welcome back to another Untitled TIFF 23 review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside. He's allergic to tomatoes, but he is tomato meter approved. Eric Munchin. Matt, we're a couple of sewer boys ready to record. We do our feel like review. sewer boys right now. We have lozenges in our <laughs> mouths. We look like the sewer boys. We feel like the sewer boys. We are I feel like course, Dick, really. Yeah. Like, I feel like Dick. Um, <laughs> we, of course, are referring to Dick's the Musical, which is playing at the 48th Annual Toronto International Film Festival. It's day three for us. Um, this is in the Midnight Madness uh, selection. It was the opening night, Midnight Madness. So yes, yeah. yes, it was. Uh, they had a Hooters party. Uh, I saw that. That looked dope. Yes, and uh, this proves that A24 can make a bad film. <laughs> They've made bad movies before, well, but have, like yeah. this, uh, we walked out of this and, and you know, to each their own, this is going to be one of those movies that I feel like you're either going to love or hate. Like it is one of those, if you see the trailer and you're like, oh, that looks great. I really vibe with that humor. You'll probably enjoy this. Uh, if you go, oh my God, that looks like the most obnoxious thing of all time. Uh, you'll probably feel that way. So I don't know if this review or, or even seeing the movie and giving it a chance will change your opinion based on you know what you saw in in the trailer if you watched it um but yeah it's uh we walked out of this and you were you said something where you're like i think that might have been the worst movie a24 has ever produced i think it is and um we talk about it a lot on this show where uh comedy especially is i think the most subjective genre as well as the hardest genre to review because you can look at the technical side, and we'll get into that on this movie. Oh, there's none here. <laughs> um, but, you know, humor, everyone has a different sense of humor. So your sense of humor might be completely different than mine as the pigeons all fly away around us. You can go and, and listen to our review of The Boy and the Heron yeah. for more bird uh, topics. Yeah, and uh, we'll get into everything. But, yeah, it's day three. Eric and I are feeling like crap, so if we sound off or, or a little tired or anything... This is the earliest we both felt like crap during the festival. Uh, we don't have COVID. We both tested. Uh, but we are coming over a cold or a flu or something like that. Yeah. So um, we're... Uh, Great time to have it, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into it. Um, yeah. This did not work for me at all. <laughs> like, it's no. just... It's, it's pretty terrible. Um, it feels like a extended uh, student film. Um, it's a funnier die skit that's been extended to feature length. Yeah. And you even actually mentioned this yesterday, and I got to give you a lot of credit for it. And I was thinking about it. it's perfect because it does feel like, okay, well, um, you know, the Book of Mormon yeah. was popular and it still hasn't been made into a feature film. And maybe A24 pursued the rights or something like that, but it never happened. But you mentioned that this very much feels like a early, early Trey Stone. Trey Stone, Matt, Matt Parker. Yeah. Or, yeah, Trey Stone. Yeah, Matt Stone and Trey, Trey Parker. Parker. Yeah. Did, I, did I fuck that up? Did See, I guys, it's day three. It's day three. We've already screwed up. But it makes sense because one of their first films that they did, even before you know becoming kind of um, synonymous with South Park, Orgasmo. was Cannibal, oh, the Cannibal, musical. The musical. Yeah, you're right. right. It reminded me of or Orgasmo as well. Uh, yep. Um, so that's what, and they even even their personalities reminded me of Matt Stone and Trey Parker. The style yeah. of humor. Um, I think Matt Stone and Trey Parker are very funny guys, smart guys. Um, and I'm sure these guys are as well. Yeah, so um, you're referring to Aaron Jackson and Josh Sharp, who are the stars and also writers of the film. And they have good voices. Like, they are um, Broadway actors, and, like, they can sing. Like, they can belt out tunes. And I actually do think that Aaron Jackson has a couple moments here and there where 
his inflections or you know his line delivery can be funny. There's yes. a moment in uh, the back of a taxi yes, cab. Yes, the Uber one line I laughed. <laughs> where it is very funny. Um, and he's like, "I'm a big macho boy," or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and it is good. That is good. Um, but you're watching this thing, and if if you're not into the one note gag of it all being, you know, this is a riff on the parent trap and these two guys who are identical fucking twins, um, which was the original title of the movie, um, find out that they are twins separated at birth and that their mother and father um, are kind of lonely and they want to have a nuclear family, you know. Uh, at the beginning of the movie says it's the, this is written by you know two gays and this is very brave and the word brave comes up multiple times and and that actually is also kind of funny where it's like you know it's it's playing up that stereotype of like you know the conventions of of you know sticking to the courage of your convictions and things like that but once you get into the 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 main sort of plot line of of the story which is just these two guys switching places trying to get their parents to reunite it, it, it loses you and, and the pacing of it is kind of off especially with uh, Meg Milani as um, the mom and I, and I think like she's making choices but they don't work and Nathan Lane as much as he's also got like an amazing voice and has one funny moment with the sewer boys there there's one moment that I it, I laughed harder in that moment that you'll I never look at, at deli meat the same way again at a lot of things this year so i will give the movie credit for that like yeah. i did laugh at a lot of nathan lane stuff i agree with you with megan um malali malali yeah yeah um that i i just don't think her what she was doing worked and i never found that funny um and yeah it just is that one note thing you were you were saying it's just like it's an extended dick joke an extended uh, you know, student film and extended funny or die skit, however you want to put it. But it does feel like it's a group of people who got together on a weekend and, and shot something and, and, and it just looks cheap. It feels some of the music is, you know, like you said, they can sing and, and perform it well. I just, I, I sat there mostly stoned face except for some of the sewer boys stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Which, which is so absurd and out of left field. That feels like they look, the sewer boys basically look like um, dehydrated ghoulies. Yeah. Um, and and so like that is always a pleasure to watch something as weird as, as that. And I think that's kind of the main takeaway. But then you have people like Bowen Yang and, and Meg Lee Stallion and, and people like that that are having supporting roles. And the music there, it just kind of feels like it's trying to incorporate the classic Broadway style. But the direction is just so flat. Like you would think that like for these sequences you know, Larry Charles would kind of up his game a little bit as a director. And, and he's known as a satirist and, you know, having directed Bo Rat and things like that and, and a TV guy as well. A lot of Seinfeld, right? Yeah, he's, it, it just, it doesn't do anything in terms of creating like a great kind of spectacle. And I almost wish there was more of a lavish style to it to kind of maybe help with the, you know, when it comes to, how we're watching it from the point of view of a comedy. If you don't like the comedy, at least you could enjoy the from visuals. the production side. But it's There's really there. cheap looking. Yeah. And it's one, I think it's the classic case of this movie looks more fun to have made than it is to watch to the point where they even have an outtakes gag reel at the end of the movie. You can tell everybody's having a good time making this dumb piece of shit. But <laughs> it's it's also just, again, like it's it's funnier as an inside joke than it is 
you know, for everybody else to partake in. Yeah, and I can see why this would play at Midnight Madness. And, and Peter, if you do listen to this, I am sorry. I know you've banned me from Midnight Madness. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, joke's on you. I can't stay up that late anyway. So <laughs> I'm getting old. Gotcha. Um, but I, um, I could see why this would play. Like, it is that movie that would benefit from that audience. Yeah. So I definitely understand. <clears throat> and... That audience, uh, sorry everyone, as a... Uh, Peter's coming to get you. Yeah, the, the dick police is going by right now, <laughs> coming to arrest us for our bad opinions. Um, we'll just let this go by as I keep talking. Um, but yeah, like I, I definitely understand why it would play well with that audience, Like, it, it, and it, especially if you didn't see the trailer and you had no idea the sewer boys were coming and different things like that. Like, I, I, It is really, really absurd, but... You know, from a technical standpoint, there's not much there. From a music standpoint, I didn't find any of the music all that catchy. Memorable. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, from a comedy perspective, that's going to be subjective. But I just did not. Other than the baby birding from from Nathan Lane to the... <laughs> Which is very these, funny. These horrifying puppets. is It was... Backpack and Whisper. Yeah. And Backpack is voiced by Tom Kenny, who Who's, voices uh, Spongebob. SpongeBob. Yeah. And, and that scene is genuinely really fucking funny. Like, <laughs> And there are a couple line deliveries that are funny. So I did laugh a few times, but I do think the movie um, is really bad. It outwears its welcome about 20 minutes into the movie. And even though it's short, it still feels a lot longer than it needs to be. Um, and you just you're watching like the points of view where it's trying to tell you about you know th this is uh, this is one thing as well that I was kind of weirded out by a little bit and I don't want to like spoil anything although I don't think there's a lot to spoil but the converse where the movie goes at the very end at the very love end love is, love, and, is yeah. love and and that's, all love is valid or whatever that's where I'm a little concerned because yeah. I thought they were going to mention something about that and exclude it but they didn't and i don't know if you know what i'm referencing when they're saying love is love because you you know there's a lot of very dark and disturbing stuff there but they don't mention one thing to exclude which probably should have i get what you're where you're going no, yeah and they didn't explicitly say one way or another with it but no the way that it's i know exactly it's all what love you're is valid yeah and yeah. exactly what you're referencing yeah you can poke fun at uh certain the taboo things that they joke about yeah. which can still be funny and very dark um, but there is one thing that I think is a little like you maybe should put your foot down and go, yeah. okay, maybe not that. Yeah. And like, even if there was like a, that could have been a funny beat, right? Like yeah. all, and then, but I think you need a line to, to say that because like everything else, like again, it's a comedy and things like that. But the way that you're kind of like saying that as a whole, it's like, okay, well maybe there is that one. There's thing. one thing that maybe even joking about is kind of not great. Yeah. And you guys, I, we don't want to say anything because it does give away like the not that there's much to give away in the movie, but no. um, even if what the original title was, I think alludes to that too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's I don't know. Like again, it's bad. Go watch. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> but go watch the trailer. Um, I hate saying this, but it is one of those things where you'll know from that trailer if you like this movie. Or yeah, not. And, and it is Trey Parker and Matt Stone, right? Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Matt Stone yeah. and Trey Parker, yeah. Did I say it backwards the first time? I think, I think we did, but again, day three, we're all over the place. Again, Book of Mormon, super clever, super funny, super uh, not PC as well. And yeah. like, um, you can tell that, that they are probably an inspiration for these guys, I'd assume. And, and, yeah. uh, and again, Orgasmo, not a great movie. Cannibal, I haven't seen in a long ass time, but like... Team America, World Police I love funny. Team America. I love South Park. So... You know, these guys probably have a bright future, and, and you know, it's it seems like a 
Oh, and shout out to Nathan Lane for being maybe the uh, the king of A24 right now with yeah, Bo's Afraid. Afraid. My dude, my guy. <laughs> yeah. And this. so uh, And I really like him too. Like he's one of those guys that I feel is really underrated. And, and I think, you know, our generation has a spot, soft spot for him because Timon. of Timon. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm going to give the movie a one and a half. I thought it was very bad. Yeah. Dick's the musical is a dud. Um, it's not funny. It's flaccid. I'm only giving it a one and a half. The half star is for Backpack and Whisper, the Sewer Boys. Yeah, shout out to our Sewer Boys and for Baby Birding. Um, oh God, so gross. <laughs> Thank you. Very funny. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Uh, you can check out our other reviews. We have uh, a bunch of reviews out right now for the opening night film, The Boy and the Heron. Uh, we have a review for Anatomy of a Fall, uh, Dumb Money. Perfect days. Uh, perfect days. So some really, really great stuff. And we'll have uh, reviews for Days of Happiness, uh, The Zone of Interest, uh, Swan Song, a bunch of other things coming up in the next day or so. And then we'll have reviews pretty much every day for the next 10 days, um, probably between two to three each day. So uh, you're in the right place, which is Untitled Movie Reviews. If you want to find everything, Head over to Letterboxd, which is at Untitled underscore Movies. That reminds me, I need to update the Letterboxd. I keep telling people to go there, and I haven't actually <laughs> There's nothing it. there. <laughs> nothing for TIFF. i got to do that. So that's a reminder to myself. Guys, This is it's a busy time. We're having fun, but Eric and I are uh, feeling it a little bit. But uh, Feeling it! Uh, and uh, you can follow me on all those social medias, at Matt Rohrbeck. You can follow me on all the social medias at EM6211. Until next time. You want some ham? Oh! <laughs> <laughs>